Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for another edition of Adventures in Careerland. Hello, everyone out there. I am your co-host, Adriano Magnifico. I'm the career dude at the Louis Riel Arts and Technology Center in Louis Riel School Division. And we're broadcasting for the first time from our podcast studio that we have labored to build. Beautiful microphones, filters, table. These chairs are Cadillacs. Oh my gosh, I feel like I could be right. I feel like I'm in a sports car at this, at this table with all this equipment. Fantastic. Our producers are in another room in a sound booth. It's spectacular. We are in a real podcast studio. We couldn't do it last time because they were banging on the roof. So if you hear a certain bang on the roof, you'll understand that they're still working on the roof, they're grinding it, they're hitting it, they're banging it, because really, you can't have a building without a good roof. So we're happy for them to work on it, a little dismayed when they work on it during our podcast. So, so far, so good. Hey, everybody. The Arts and Technology Center is the home to 13 programs, all kinds of stuff that can help kids find their best selves, help them find skills, help them move from taking notes in school to applying those notes in real hands-on activities. These programs include electrical programs, automotive programs, childcare programs, new media design, information systems, to name a few. There's 13 here, but I'm telling you the real gem is the broadcast media program. And that's where our podcast studio is. We are in the broadcast media space, their infamous brand new podcast studio. And glad to be here. And of course, I'm with my new group. This is a new group of co-hosts. How exciting is that? Our co-hosts are now, hey, we're in season six. This is episode number two. And our and, and again, we've had six, this is number 64. That's crazy, a continuum of 64. And these podcast hosts will lead us now into the new, the new continuum. Down the road, we wanna be into the thousands of podcasts and maybe this will be the group to do it i don't think so anyway but they'll be around for the next little while certainly the next few semesters certainly the next dozen or so a couple of dozen podcasts happy to have them super happy and they're in the broadcast media program they've chosen it they're here because they want to augment their lives with real skills and real development they want to start thinking about their career if there's one thing where schools may need a little more work, it's on helping students reflect about careers and pathways in the regular academic programs. Not so here. So happy to have Caden Seidler. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing. I'm doing great. How are you doing today, sir? How's the day going? You it's had a big night last good. night. What yeah, we uh, broadcasted up two pretty good games. The last one was pretty exciting. A lot of slam dunks. It's pretty close. Uh, got home pretty late, but we we got to come in. And that was, you're talking about the the 4A high school championships yeah. for basketball? Yeah, it was, it was, it was St. Paul's versus Sturgeon, I believe, and they were pretty close the whole game, but yeah, it was St. Paul won, I think, yeah. So is there an issue when you're filming that, you're streaming it for a large audience, right? Yeah, yeah, there's, I think, a thousand people last night was... Well, I think there were 2,500. I think I read what? somewhere the place was packed. Where was it, at the U of M? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think they jammed out the place. Uh, do you ever get a little caught up in the game and forget you're on a camera? Uh, 
little, little bit, yeah. I was, like, I was on the floor with the walking around camera, but uh, yeah, you kind of get into the game too much, where you're like, oh, I gotta actually make sure I'm showing what I'm supposed to here. But no, yeah, it's, it was it was good. Uh, I kept up pretty well, I think. I like it. Hey, and our other co-host is Caitlin Middlestad. How are you, Caitlin? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You got I I I love both your voices. You got the Indiana Jones voice here, and then I like your. You're very kind of, it's, it's a quietly energetic voice. I really like that about both of you. Thank folks. you. You're both very, very articulate. My pleasure to have both of you as starting co-hosts. And we started our last episode, and uh, Caitlin, you were also at the event last night? Yeah. How yeah. did that go for you? It went really well. I enjoyed it. It was fun. I was switcher, so I was like changing all the, all the angles, I guess. And yeah. Did you get and, uh, caught up in the game? Was it exciting? Yes, it was. Also, I think it, they also had Dakota girls playing against Garden City yeah. 2 and then St. Paul's vs. Sturgeon 2. So that's a long night. How long were you out till? I think we got out at 10.30 maybe yeah. and then we had to come back to ATC to like drop off all the stuff. And last night? Yeah. yeah. So, so by the time... midnight last night. Yeah. Well, by the time we left here, it's probably like 11.30 maybe. Yeah. Maybe? I don't know. Now, that's, so. now, is that a little odd way to do school? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what do you think of that? Uh, I mean, I don't mind it because I'm a night person. So it was fun. But it is a bit tiring if you got to be up early. Like but, you, I mean, you've joined this program. When you're in a long night like that, do you think, why did I ever join this? Or... I wish it was back in my home school. Do you ever think that way? Or no, you just love this? Uh, I don't mind it. Cause they also let us come to school later. Like yesterday, we only came to school at like 1. And then they let us come to school at like 10.30 this morning. Because of the time you're Yeah. Playing. So they, they make it flexible. They make it work. So I don't complain too much. Okay. Okay, I get it. Hey, I've got a sad moment in my life to share. The probably the eminent premier burger joint in Winnipeg, at one time ranked number eight in Canada by Reader's Digest. Mrs. Mike's has closed down for the season. They're not operating this year. And there was a comment from one of the owners that this may be it. I know that doesn't mean anything to you, but I've got to tell you Mrs. Mike's on Tache Mm -hmm. is one of the burger joints in Canada. I, I think I've had a thousand hamburgers there in my life. And it's, when I heard that, I felt an incredible sadness. My brother used to work there yeah. as a young man. And it was, uh, he's been around for 50 years. He's 77, uh, um, Nick is. Um, or, yeah. And it's, or Steve is, sorry. And it's, uh, boy, this is a passing in St. Boniface if this place doesn't emerge anymore. And it made me think of the burgers I've eaten there. And while I was convalescing with my knee, I had a knee replacement. My son last year, or sorry, in the la well, in the last year, in, in November, before they closed down, they usually closed down in December. During winter, they, they, they shut down. They open mm -hmm. up again in the spring. Everybody wants to know the date of Mrs. Mike's opening up. And then we heard it's not opening up. So my son, though, in November, while I was convalescing, came over and brought me 
a King Burger from Mrs. Mike's. I haven't had a King Burger in a long time. It's a massive burger. It's, it's fantastic. And the only good piece out of this is my last burger with Mrs. Mike's was the King. And it's a burger that takes a long time to eat. That's all over your hands and face. And it's just a piece of art. Mm-hmm. I just love that burger. Anyway. How big was it? Are, are, are you burger people? It's, it's a big burger. It's, it's a big, those, tall burger. Yeah. You can't see this, but I'm holding up a, what? It's about a three, four inch, three inch burger for sure. Mm-hmm. Just delicious. It's called the king for a reason. <laughs> it is spectacular. Now, are you burger people? Yeah. It's Tell a, me about your burger. What? Uh, where's your favorite burger, Kate? I'd have to say uh, I'd have to be homemade. Where? Let's see. You make a homemade burger. That's your favorite. No, burger? I don't make. I don't make it. I. <laughs> I, I no, I could never um, make a good homemade burger. Maybe. It's funny we're talking about George's there. It's he's talking about being on the same. It's connected to Miss Mike's. Is it yes. George's the, yes. the Greek yes. one? Yeah, I went there. Dairy Delight George's. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. Dairy Whip. Saint Boniface. Saint Patel have some incredible burger joints, like they do, Johnny's. Mm-hmm. Incredible okay. burger joints um, that the rest of them can't compete with. The A&W's, the McDonald's. You'll go there for something quick. Yeah. Yeah. You never go to Mrs. Mike's for a quick burger because they make it right in front of you and you're waiting 50 minutes because that's what you do when you're waiting for something good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the anticipation of getting that burger. But that's good. Yeah. Do you like George's? Yeah, that's George's good. is pretty good. I you? also like George's. Yeah, that's like one of my, like, like places I've been going to forever and like the fat boy from there is probably the biggest burger I've had but I like that that's probably my one of my favorite places well Winnipeg's famous I think Winnipeg invented the fat boy yeah and I think we just had this group of people who have grown up making these burger joints. even juniors used to be when I was growing up used to be on Main Street where VJ's is mm-hmm. on Main Street I don't know if you know where that is VJ's yeah yeah, yeah. it's, it's a little, little burger joint that looks like Mrs. Mike's got an outdoor little vestibule and mm-hmm. you come and get it but that used to be the original juniors and the fat boy I remember going to university we get off the bus we'd stop in for a fat boy fries sometime on the way home just mm-hmm. before dinner it was worth it all the time so that's a sad day so are you meat eaters yeah yeah a little bit it's not my favorite but not your favorite if I'm craving a burger I'll eat a burger but I tend to stay away from it you know what you know what and I Deep down, I've had a lot of these, but I'm eating less and less red meat. Yeah. And I'm feeling better and better not eating red meat. Mm-hmm. I saw a Stanford study that said one of the only ways to alleviate the climate issues that we're about to endure, like you and your children are going to inherit a different planet when it comes to climate change, when it comes to um, the, the carbon footprint, right? Yeah. Stanford said one of the only ways we're actually going to bring back the world into a more pristine shape is to stop eating red meat because those are cattle, the methane from cattle, the harvesting of the land for the cattle that takes Mm -hmm. away from a lot of the vegetation that naturally grows. So that's interesting. I saw that study and I thought that's amazing. That's a recent study I saw a little while ago, a couple months ago. What do you think? Get rid of get rid of red meat. You okay with that? I'm fine so. with it. I think I could do it. Meat. You could do it or you couldn't? I think I could. <laughs> Wait, did you, this is hard. <laughs> thinking of what, hard that, what, what, what do does that mean? Caitlin? I could. I mean, I'm already like 
I mean, not now because it's kind of hard because I live with my mom and I eat what she makes me. But what did she did? Did she make you a burger or a black bean burger? A burger. She doesn't want to put the effort in doing extra work to make me like a veggie burger because she likes her meat. But when I can make like when I live on my own, I'm probably gonna go more towards vegetarian or vegan. Just oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and you know, my wife is vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Or, or always blends in that in that direction. Maybe not yeah. perfectly. Yeah. But the food she eats, she always lets me try it, is, is always pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, I think we're in the old days. I mean, you wanted to be a vegetarian. Welcome to Tasteless City. Right? Mm-hmm. But now I think that's changed. I, I think people are, are, are much more creative about how they use beans, lentils, yeah. you know, legume and yeah. those kinds Look, of things. Look, I had a veggie burger at the, I don't know what it's called, the like, little place that they have at Grand Beach there. Yeah, yeah. And it was... Oh, that's <laughs> and, cool. And it was so good. It was probably like the best one I've had. So. That's very good. Yeah. And I think they're all getting better, right? Yeah. They all tasted. At one time they tasted like, um, you know, I, I don't know what they tasted like, but it wasn't good. And you mm-hmm. felt like somebody shot your dog after each one of those things. <laughs> yeah. Just, your face would just go, ugh. <laughs> but not anymore. Mm-hmm. So the world's changing. And your world's going to look different than my world, where red meat was the king. Mm-hmm. in my world meat and potatoes when i was growing up and of course i'm italian lasagna but we always had something called carne which is italian for meat there was always meat and pasta all the time so even pasta unless the whole wheat pasta the gluten and pasta i think things are changing it actually mm-hmm. hurts my stomach i'm an italian guy and i can't eat pasta like i used to i don't know what i'm gonna do anyway hey we're in podcast number two and today we're interviewing caitlin how exciting is that? Last time we interviewed Caden. Yeah. How exciting was that? Now, <laughs> our epic journey continues. Caitlin, you are the person. Oh, I want to say something, too. I mentioned my dad just before we get to you, Caitlin. Yeah. I mentioned my dad was a baby boomer in the last episode. He's not a baby. I'm the baby boomer. My dad is more of the World War II cohort, which is more of a traditionalist type. He was born in, um, you know, 1925 or something like that. He's mm-hmm. no longer with us. Giving him the big hug in the air. But uh, I just wanted to, I want to make sure everybody knew. No, I wasn't a baby boomer. If I was a baby boomer, how could he be a baby boomer? Because yeah. I was his child. So it made mm-hmm. no sense. Clear that up right now. Stop all the cards and letters from coming in <laughs> and the disparaging emails. I appreciate that. Anyway, hey, you're from College, College Jean Sauvé. And you know what? They bug me as Jean Sauvé because sometimes I say, it's not Jean Sauvé. That's a male name. So how do you say Collège Jean Sauvé? I say it like that too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just say Collège Jean Sauvé. It's Jean Sauvé or something like that. So yeah. It's, it's, it's much more feminine than I give it credit for, the actual pronunciation of the word, right? Yeah. Okay. But So can you say it like you're supposed to? How am I supposed to say it? I don't know. Col- Collège Jean Sauvé. So here's one know. of our excellent graduates from College <laughs> Jean Sauvé. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, excellent. No, I've been chastised for it. They're like, you pronouncing that wrong, Magnifico. All right, all right. Every time I go there, I try to give him my best French, use up my 20 lines, and then lapse into some cheap Italian lines, and then get, get back into English. Anyway, so at that space, you've chosen this space, the Arts and Tech Center, mm-hmm. and we talked a little bit in the last podcast about the effect of COVID and how COVID's affecting you, how it's messing you up, or did mess you up. And would you say... And, we were chatting a little bit uh, today, just before the podcast. Did the COVID era and peace precipitate this decision to join ATC? Because you talked about with me that 
uh, you wanted to stick around with your friends, mm -hmm. and this was a very tough decision to come here. Yeah. Like, Caden had it differently. He just held it back, and then he came into it, right? Like, mm -hmm. you were... Yeah. But you also held back because of your friends. Mm -hmm. Talk about that a little bit. Did COVID mess you up in the choice here, and how hard was it to come here? Um, well, I did have the choice to choose this in grade 11, but I said no because I wanted to stay with my friends. Um, and I did end up choosing my grade 12 courses, but last minute I was like, you know what, screw this. I'm going to take a little leap, and I'm going to just choose ATC. I don't know what it was. It was something, and it was like, you know what, I think this would be a good um, opportunity. I think I was more focusing on my future, and I didn't really like have anything I really wanted to take in the second semester anyways uh, at CGS, so I was like, you know what, this is something more interesting, and I think it would do me a lot more good to go did, to ATC. Did, did COVID influence that decision? Uh, I mean, because maybe a little bit. One thing COVID did is it made us sit there and reflect yeah and think because you couldn't go anywhere you couldn't do anything you can participate mm -hmm. with your friends so you're stuck in your own brain yeah i think maybe it did because it got me back into some of my old hobbies which is like editing and film and photography because i had nothing else to do um so i think it probably did because it got me more into uh the broadcast media stuff so i'd say yeah Hey, tell me when you were at College Jean, Jean Sauvé um, about photography, about the courses you were choosing. Were you actively, it's, it's interesting that you said you were about to take your grade 12 program. Yeah. You had selected your courses. Mm -hmm. At the last second you said, I have to, I'm going to ATC. Yeah. And you changed it. So you had chosen the courses, you had put them in the computer, mm -hmm. and then you went to the Student Services Center and said, I need to make a change. Yeah. So what happens at that moment and were you taking, uh, let's just get to that piece. What happens at that moment where you make that call? Um, what, what do you mean? Like, like, at, like there's a moment where you say, I, I've already set my class up. Yeah. I'm going for it. Yeah. I'm going for my grade 12 class. Mm -hmm. Wait, no. So what was the big piece that said, I have to make a change? I have I... to. Was it, I can't take this anymore? I think it was more, I was kind of bored, and I it was like the same thing over again. Like the classes I chose for grade 12 were just like basic classes. Like I had, I think the one like uh, ele like main elective that I was somewhat interested in was law, but I was like, it's still not fully down my alley. I'm not completely happy with it. Like I was like, I wish there was something more. And I'm like, there's ATC that's right down my alley, and it's like right there. So is part of that is the idea in school that you take a lot of you listen to teachers and you take a lot of notes. Yeah, it's yeah, because I know a lot of people who go to ATC say that, but like it is like at normal high school, like CGS, it's like a lot of notes and just sitting there listening but like you don't do anything with the notes it's just i have them here yay i can read over them well if you I do want. something with the notes right well, you yeah some things but it's not like don't you get ready for tests and yeah like but that? it's not how i want to what i want to do with that it's notes, not how right? you want to learn yeah okay this is very interesting so what do you think is your better learning style is uh, it is it auditory and just listening and writing notes it's more hands-on or like seeing someone else do it 
in front of me and then maybe walking me through or helping me with it. Um, so that's why I like ATC, because I can write down the notes and then like right after pretty much put that to work. Well, you have to take your notes, right? Like yeah. If you're learning how to do something, Mr. P's at the front of the room yeah. teaching you how to do something, mm -hmm. you're immediately going to that computer yeah. and implementing it yeah. and trying to create something with it immediately. Mm -hmm. I've seen that. And it's it's one day after another like that. Mm -hmm. are, are there ever days when 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 you thought, Oh, this is getting too much, or you just, it just, you can't keep, you keep growing it. You, I love it. I love it. I mean, at the beginning, I was kind of overwhelmed, and it was, because it was a big change, you know, I was kind of like, oh, did I make the right decision? But I was like, you know what? No, I think I'll like it, and I stuck with it, and now I'm so happy I don't even have those thoughts anymore. And it's only been a few months, so. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. Good for you in taking that leap. You made the comment, I took a leap. Yeah. And do you have people back at, CJS mm -hmm. who are that you're still talking to who are wondering about what you're doing or wish they had taken the leap or or thinking why did she take that leap and are yeah yeah I have some of those my friends were like why would you take it but I'm like like I'm like you don't understand it's fun it's my thing it's more hands-on you know like I understand uh, you know CJS can be the thing for some people but this is definitely a good decision for me well and you mentioned to me that you love to be a you, you love to watch film, mm -hmm. edit film, yeah. play with film. And you told me that you actually edited trailers. Yeah. Talk about that for a second. Like, this is, I've never heard of that. Really? I've never heard I of someone like doing that just oh, for their own well, fun. Did you do it for class? No. See, here's the great irony of all that. Something that's really connecting to you, you mm -hmm. having to make decisions about looking at an official trailer for an official movie, correct? Yeah. Mm hmm and you're pulling pieces out and you're reshaping the trailer? Uh, no. Well, sometimes it depends. Um, I would, normally I just go on YouTube and find a movie I like or a movie I just watched because that's what I do. Sounds like when I watch a movie, I like get really obsessed with that movie if I really liked it for a little bit. So within that time period, I'll like go on YouTube and find clips from the movie and just kind of shape my own trailer or my own interpretation of the movie from the clips. And I think that's fun. See, I love that. But for me, you'd be doing it in my class. Yeah. Could you ever bring that into your class? I mean... No, the, were they ever allowed to bring that into your class? I mean, I could. I don't know really how I could. I mean, maybe in... I could see myself doing that in English class because sometimes we'd have to do projects like that. Yeah. But I never really took a class that, that would really come in handy. I mean, in middle school, I took multimedia. And yeah, we had fun, to right? do that a lot. Yeah, middle school is a free-for-all, though. Yeah, it? yeah. But everybody passes, everybody exactly. graduates, everybody moves on. Yeah. Everybody tries different projects, different mm -hmm. teams and groups. All life should be like middle school. I wish. <laughs> I, wish. <laughs> I wish. I wish. What was the favorite time of your life there, Caden? Favorite time of my life? It, it, your your K-12 experience. What was your favorite time, favorite period in, in that in, in that in that to experience? See. Yeah, middle school. That's where all the... Middle school? Yeah, what well, is it about middle school? I, that high school I'd doesn't have. Youth. Well, I don't know. I like grade six because it was like 2016. Yeah. And for me in my brain, 2016 was like prime time. I don't know what it was. <laughs> it was like prime best, time. funniest trends. It was just a fun, fun year. But I also really like grade 10. That goes down in the books too. I like that. So that's... That's fascinating information about how you journeyed here, how you found it here, taking the leap of faith, trying to figure out 
what's best for you. Did mm-hmm. anyone influence in you? Like, did your parent help you with that piece? Did some friends um, help you? I know they discourage you. Like, sometimes people say, why are you going here, right? Yeah. And any, t- any kid is in here, and when I talk to them, they're going, oh, best decision I ever made. Mm-hmm. Because unless you're in it, you don't quite understand what you're getting here, yeah. do you? I mean, I had I had a lot of people being like, no, don't go, don't leave CGS, but I also had... That's it, since they just love you and they yeah. want to <laughs> yeah. keep you. But right. I also had, like, my mom and my sister and my school counselor and even one of my friends at the time in grade 11, she took aesthetics here. Oh, good. And she was like, Caitlin, you need to choose ATC. Like, you're going to love it. I can just tell, like, broadcast... Because broadcast media was the only one. I would even consider taking and she was like I see them in the hallway filming like I know you'd love it and I was like oh maybe and then it was just like them convincing me and I was like okay I think it's a good idea so so, so that I mean that's a good point like how do you promote this place a lot, a lot of time it's word of mouth it's people mm-hmm. who have taken it and, and tell their great story and say this is worth it right yeah I, I think it's pretty cool that's and you know what the regular high school we talked about this there's a lot of drama in every high school. Yeah. Yes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is, is there more drama with with the males, the females? Where's the heavy drama? Any drama, uh, Caden? Mine was both. Yeah, my school was guys and girls. It was always mixed. Uh, was it cool to come here and get away from some of that, or is yeah. it still here? There is a little bit. I mean, I know some people from Belleville and Windsor Park over there, but... but it's not the same. I mean, you might know some people in, you know, like a friend group you might not have liked, but I feel like you come here and you actually either realize they're cool people, like people you never actually got the chance to be around with more, but no, I think there's not, not a lot of drama here. That's a neat point too, mm-hmm. eh? You get to meet different people. Yeah. One of the big attractions here is that isn't when you're signing up. You're leaving your group, but you're coming to a new group. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of cool? Yeah. Do you feel like now everyone should think this way expand yeah. their friendships expand the horizons yeah mm-hmm. yeah why i think it's i don't know i think it's a good lesson or experience to have like even here like i remember the first like month or so i was kind of you know so really shy and iffy about the thing but and i was like i still haven't like made friends and whatever but now I have and I have my little group and it's it's I I like it I think it would be a good choice for people to expand I like it hey you mentioned a few other things what other things have you done in your life Caitlin like extracurricular activities or activities outside of school or community activities what other things have you done uh well with my school I was in the musical for a year I think um I did behind the scenes though so I would like make the props and move them on and off stage in between. And it was cool because we got to do it at the Burton Cummings Theater too. Oh, so how was, cool is that, eh? Yeah, that was really fun. And uh, out of school, I did MTYP. I did that That's for Manitoba a few That's Theater for young yeah. people? Yeah. Now you were a performer there though. Yeah. So you went from performer to backstage. Which one did you like better? Backstage. Really? Probably, yeah. So it, on this podcast, do you like being center stage on this podcast? It has its moments sometimes, yeah. <laughs> Caden, you like being center stage on a podcast like this? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Usually, it wouldn't, so. but <laughs> again, Indiana Jones. Yeah, I don't like snakes. I don't like snakes. Anyway, yeah, no. uh, so what other thing? Like, that's interesting. You did the performance thing, but did, 
as a young person just before COVID though. Yeah. Like COVID knocked off a few things, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you told, also told me you rode horses. Yeah. I did that for a long time too. A long time now. Yeah. Why would you even do that? Like, why? What in the world would you do? You're talking equestrian, <laughs> yeah. not just. Hey Chester, let's load up little. <laughs> let's load up and go for a ride at the North Forty. Yeah. You were actually training mm -hmm. to be an equestrian rider. Mm -hmm. uh, why in the world would you choose that? I. I just watched a lot of those horse movies when I was younger, and I'm like, these girls are so cool. <laughs> the old horse movies. That always, that always <laughs> I, drew yeah. me in. <laughs> and I don't know. I thought, it's, I thought it was fun, and I, I enjoyed horses, and it was just, I don't know, it was fun. And I thought I was so cool. <laughs> it, was, it is cool. Now, yeah. did you leave? What was the biggest thing you, you leapt over? Uh -huh. Did you leap over things? Like, equestrian yeah. means you're leaping yeah. over those things, like the Olympic equestrians, right? Yeah. Jeez. I mean, were I did, you in competitions? No, I was too scared. I think maybe once, but other times I would say, "No, no, I'm okay." But I would do barrel racing a few times, and I would do a few jumps here and there. I was quite a nervous rider, though, so I didn't do too You're many. You're a nervous rider? Yeah. Why? Um, because luckily I haven't wiped out too badly, but I would ride with some people, and I saw a really bad wipeout. She like. Her elbow like moved to the side, <laughs> like it was like deformed. Like the horse fell on her, kind no, of. No, right? like she fell off the horse, but the horse like kind of trampled her. Oh. And I was terrified. What's the horse weigh? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. But it was it was scary. So ever since then, I was like, oh, I'm oh, not doing that. Yeah, not gonna do that. <laughs> dum 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 dum. Yeah. So, yeah. And shortly after that, COVID happened, and I stopped. So. You stopped doing that. Yeah. Now, I was bugging you a little while ago. I said, did you ever see the dressage in action? Yeah. <laughs> I've never figured out the dressage, right? When horses yeah. just sit. You know what I'm talking about? They just uh, stand A horse, there. it's an Olympic event or where you sit there on your horse. Mm -hmm. And they're you know, resplendent, resplendent in your epaulettes and your hat and yeah. long leather boots and your coattails. And your horse just sits there, stands there, <laughs> and pretends it's walking. You ever seen that? No. It like dances in place. It, it's dancing in place. Yeah. Is that what you call? It? Is that what they actually call it? I like, think so. Yeah, I've heard it here and there. In in horse circles. Yeah, <laughs> in horse circles. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking for a horse circle. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to hang out with me in the horse circle? Why? We do dressage. <laughs> we do a lot of walking. We don't go anywhere though. <laughs> it's it's no, a bit odd. I've I never, never understood did that. the dressage, but you have a horse walking in place and mm -hmm. not moving yeah what do you do that before you, the race or is it just it's no it's just it's like a whole thing uh -huh. like they just it's a dance and a competition i don't think i've ever seen it well and you also said you played some soccer right? i did yeah and did you like soccer that's sport like you, I, you have I a did. very varied i do yeah existence right so yeah. what was it about the soccer that you liked uh well i started in the timbit soccer oh my my parents put me in there and just you need to do a sport when <laughs> they put me in soccer, but I it stuck for a few years. I, I did enjoy it. Did you go to like it though? What did you like about soccer? Um, well, I liked it because it was like one of the only sports I understood. <laughs> I it, it was nothing like nothing really Sports stood out. I just, You're throwing something in the net most yeah, of the time. Yeah, so <laughs> I liked it, but once again with COVID. But then COVID happens, you lose. I lost, uh, I stopped doing pretty much. You start doing everything. Yeah. You have no theater, MTYP, you have mm -hmm. no soccer, you have no horses. Yeah. And you're sitting. So that that's a messy time. So I, I, 
I like how you've emerged out of this. You mm-hmm. seem kind of back to normal. Do you feel that way? Yeah, I think so. That's good. And so you're working somewhere? You have any part-time jobs? Yeah, I work at Sobeys. Sobeys? Yeah. And you're working, what do you do at Sobeys? Uh, I'm the cashier. You're cashier? Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> what do you have to say at the end of every transaction? Uh, <laughs> well, I, I was supposed to do the scene card. Do you have a scene card? A scene card? They're like, but yeah. What, don't you have to say, did you find everything you were looking for? Oh, I say that, yeah. You have to say but that. But I say that be- beginning. Okay, did you find everything you're looking for? Yeah. And I'm like, do you have a scene card? And then... What's the weirdest thing somebody said? No, I didn't. I was looking for hippopotamus meat and I couldn't find it. I don't... Someone <laughs> asked for something weird, but I don't remember what it was called. Something uh, all I remember weird. is this guy was so, uh, so motivated to find lollipops. Oh, well, I... I and he stayed in the store <laughs> for over an hour. And Can we're like, we don't him. have them. The power and majesty of a lollipop. I know. There's nothing like it. Tootsie Pop lollipop. <laughs> Fantastic. Anyway, this sounds good. So you worked at Sobeys. Any other jobs? Uh, I worked at Student Works Painting for a summer. Uh, and spring, too, I guess. That's a great skill, the painting yeah. skill. I, I didn't get to paint. <laughs> you didn't get to paint. No. So that's how diminished your role was at student painting. Yeah. You're working for student painting, but they won't let you paint. What did I they know. ask you to do? Uh, I had to go door to door and try and, and get some customers. Okay, what was the craziest door to door experience you had? Somebody, we were standing there, and do, were you ever we ever pushed aside or yelled at, or what was the weirdest thing you had? Well, I've, I did run into some grumpy people, but um, I did run into a guy who answered the door in just his underwear. Oh my that gosh. Was, that was nice. And he, he was like one of the people who were like, I guess really happy to have someone at their door and he carried on and talked <laughs> you for- made his day. <laughs> he, he, he carried on for a long time and I was like, oh. But- <laughs> Oh my gosh. I oh. did get him as a customer though. You got him as a customer? Yeah. And that's all that matters. They did his uh, back porch, so. That's all that you did his back part. Good yeah. for you. Good for you. And during the whole exercise, he was clothed, I hope, and all. I, I would hope so. I okay. wasn't there. I you hope. Painted. They didn't let you paint. They no, didn't trust you with a brush. They that's, didn't. that's a terrible thing. Do you want to go back and say, I must brush. If I'm going to work here, I must brush. Is that maybe. gonna happen? Maybe. Maybe, no. maybe not. But you're currently working at Sobeys, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned you worked at Dollarama too. I did. That was my first job. And did you like it? It was a job. First experience. It was a good first experience. How long did you work there for? Um, December to June. However long that is. Oh, that's a pretty good length. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then right after that, I, and then I started working for Student Works that March. Okay. Very good. Very good. So you got the inside on Dollarama. What's the, what's the product to avoid? Uh, Do people always mm -hmm. come back? Like you're buying, stuff is so cheap there, right? Yeah. Do people actually bring stuff back? Yes. Okay. That, a you know, lot. This dollar thing I bought doesn't work. Well, there's a reason why it doesn't work. It costs a dollar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so many people would try and return things, yeah. and I'm like, you can't. Like, it's a dollar. You can't return it's it. It's a dollar. You can't do it. <laughs> but, and it looks like your dog ate it. I, I, I don't think you're getting the money back. Yeah. That. I know. That's funny. Hey, that's pretty cool. So, I... You know what I think about when I think of this horse piece of you? You have you have some dogs, you said. Yeah. Do you feel a special affinity for animals? Did you look after your horse? Did you have your special horse and that yeah. kind of Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I like animals, I, I would say. I'm a huge dog person. I've had dogs my whole life. 
Um, so. What kind of dog? You said you had some massive dog there. What yeah. was it? Uh, a St. Bernard Boxer mix. So he's pretty big, and he's only one years old, so he's yeah. crazy. Take him out for a walk's a lot of fun, right? Yeah, oh, I don't. You don't no. take him for a walk. My mom Why? takes that responsibility. She's <laughs> like, I don't want you getting dragged across the street. How, how much did that dog weigh? Uh, I bet you weighs 125 pounds. He's heavy. He he's just, just heavy. He was how just he at the vet. Heavy. I don't remember. I can't even remember. But it was, it was. So you're saying if I take that dog for a walk, he's taking me for the walk. Yeah. He's dragging Pretty me much. in the city. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I hear and I, I also have a tiny little Chihuahua Terrier mix. Is that one easy to walk? Yeah. Dum, 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 but she's Hello. she's a diva. She like if she, there's a puddle, you need to carry her over the puddle. So okay, maybe you're maybe you're mistraining that dog. Okay. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I like this. I like this. Anyway, you know what? I, we've learned a lot of cool things from you. Yeah, one of the other things we were we were just chatting about when we were before before we go on a podcast. I always like to chat with our guests. So Caitlin and I had a chat, mm-hmm. um, and just some of the things that you're collecting. Are you collecting anything? Yes. You told me about these pet shops. <laughs> I would collect the littlest pet shops. And, and I got into the Beanie Babies that yeah. my kids used to collect. And I started looking up the Beanie Babies. And I just found the most valuable Beanie Baby out there. And I, I'm going to go check our collection at home. It's <laughs> called the Princess the Bear at half a million dollars. Oh, my god. So gosh. I don't know how valuable your pet shop little... <laughs> they are pretty pricey. I was just looking at the prices for them now. Like, I mean, there's like a new generation which of little pet shops that are kind of gross looking. But the <laughs> the old 2000s ones are the ones that are like really valuable. And I saw there were like four little cat like figurines and they were like over 50 bucks. Wow. So I could But they're not 500,000. No. Like Sadly. Princess the Bear, <laughs> or Bubbles the Fish at 130k, oh my or gosh. Piccadilly Attic at 125. I looked it up. I looked it up. <laughs> so I'm gonna go check the Beady Baby collection. Maybe I'll never see you guys again <laughs> once I cash in. I don't know. Anyway, hey, that was fun talking to Caitlin. How do you feel? I feel good. I just love it when you talk. I love it when you guys <laughs> tell your story. It's very good. But now it's time for that special moment. A special moment. I'm going to turn it over to Caden, and he's going to explain what he's going to do to you. Are you ready, Caden? Yeah. This is called so, Quick Cues. Quick Cues, yeah. Are you ready? I am. First one, Flash or Superman? Uh, Flash. Chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Tropics or forest? Skip. Okay. Uh, night or day person? Night. Uh, dogs or cats? Dogs. Starbucks or Tim's? Tim's. Okay. Summer or winter? Summer. Restaurants or fast food? Mm, restaurants. Okay. Uh, iPhone or Android? iPhone. And meat or vegetables? Vegetables. Okay. And I do have one more, but it's camping or vacation. I know you didn't like that camping. one. Camping. Camping. And I think See? you're forgetting the last question. What's your favorite podcast? Adventures in Career Land. Boy, that was a great answer. Anyway, what fun talking to you, Caitlin. Thank I, you. I appreciate all your answers. And boy, you mm-hmm. gave a lot of insight. Caitlin, thanks for doing yours Yeah. last no week. And we take a bit of a break because it is spring break. 
Yay! Uh, in that world we know as education. So it's going to be a bit of a break, but we're going to get these ones up on the on all the sites as quickly as we can and uh, slowly. As with our new team, we get our social media in shape. So I say to our um, eight or nine, ten people listening to this, eight to ten people. I think, hey, we might be at 11 or 12. I, I, I think we're gaining a following. Anyway, uh, we're going to slowly get those social media uh, platforms in place and some more postings as we move forward. Mm-hmm. But for now, we're just going to continue moving along. And uh, so glad you're part of the adventure with us as our students and our guests share their adventures. And that's it for another edition of Adventures in Careerland. Mm-hmm.